0: This is the Eat Ancestral podcast number six. So, one of the things that bugs me the most about people these days, and something I hear quite often, is that it's too expensive to eat healthy foods. Now, I think there's a way for us to work our way through this problem and come out the other side. I think it starts with us talking about how we've become very habituated to paying cheaply for our food and even to seek it out and to make a lot of our purchasing decisions based on the shelf price. But I think this kind of behavior comes at a rather high price, notably to our personal health, to public healthcare systems, and to the health of our ecosystem. So one of the first things to ask ourselves here is, does the shelf price, the price you pay at the checkout, reflect the total and true cost of that item? Now, when it comes to cheap quote unquote food, the short answer to that is no, it is not being paid for at the checkout. If we borrow a concept here from economics, something called an externality refers to the downstream consequences and costs of a product that are not captured by the shelf price so a good example here are cigarettes which were once very cheap for the consumer at the checkout however once governments began to understand the enormous burden health and economic burden that cigarettes caused they began imposing heavy taxes in order to try and capture some of the longer-term costs, or what in economics is referred to as a negative externality, which was caused by the production and consumption. So another way of thinking about this is that you, as a taxpayer, are funding or subsidizing other people's poor health behaviors, and that the true cost of cigarette use from decades ago is still being absorbed by taxpayers who fund public healthcare systems today. Now, it's not just a problem for our generation. Future generations will also have the same claim. And we're seeing similar initiatives today for things like carbon and sugar to help curb behaviour and to hopefully pay for some of the downstream consequences of climate change and things like diabetes and obesity, chronic disease at large. Anyway, the moral of the story here is that just like cigarettes, the total cost of a bottle of, for example, Coca-Cola or a quote unquote meal at McDonald's is not being captured by the company or the consumer at the checkout. Ultimately it's taxpayers and nature who will foot the bill. so what a lot of people will say to that is like yes yes i understand but isn't it expensive on my wallet on my personal bank account to eat healthy to eat high quality foods now the answer here is not so simple it it depends on a lot of things but not necessarily so for context i'll use myself as, as an example here i currently live in london england it's not the cheapest place to live to say least. We get most of our groceries and household items from a store called Farm Drop, I'll put the link in the show notes, which is an online store dedicated to working with small-scale food producers and provide ethical, sustainable, high-quality options to consumers. Now on the surface it's not quote-unquote cheap as the prices are much higher than most supermarkets. This is partly because the farmers get a fairer price, the employees are paid a living wage, they're not leveraging economies of scale, and so the prices reflect more appropriate costs for the production and distribution of high quality food. But even then, I don't think the food is that expensive. (laughs) Now again, expensive is a relative term, dictated by our budget and our perceptions, things like our buying history, the market price, our understanding of food quality, and thus the value we place on it. But I'll try and bring this down to more absolute terms. Here's a common irony I've come across. People decrying these quote-unquote extortionate prices of services like FarmDrop, but then they're seemingly happy to turn around and pay more elsewhere even for stuff that is so low quality then we don't even consider it real food so i've got a case study here for us to run through the price of quality food versus fast food and if you want to see some extra details the mathematics to check my numbers again check the show notes i'll skip a few of them for the sake of this audio but. To give you a rundown here on farm drop beef mince, beef mince ranges from 10 to 15 pounds per kilo. If we take their dry aged free range beef mince, which sounds rather fancy at 10 pounds, 50 a kilo, a kilo will give us four servings. So you're going to pay two pounds, 70 per generous portion or serving of beef mince. Now, let's say we're not carnivores, let's say we add a serving of butter, organic carrots, organic broccoli, and some pesticide-free potatoes to our plate. If you tallied up beef mince plus butter plus carrot, potatoes, broccoli, equals a total cost of £4.53 per home-cooked meal. So, less than £5, organic, local, sustainable, and all that. I don't think that's too bad. The only catch here is that you have to cook it yourself. But in terms of the price, quite reasonable. Now, if your priorities lie elsewhere and you quote-unquote don't have time to cook, then you could order something quote-unquote cheap instead. Now, at the local McDonald's, a quarter pound of deluxe meal, which comes with the burger, fries, and soft drink, will save you back five pounds 39, And remember, you're lazy and you don't have time, so this doesn't include the delivery fee. £4.53 for the home-cooked meal, £5.39 for the McDonald's. Seems like home-cooked meals can actually work out to be more cost-effective than buying pre-made foods, even some of the worst and very cheap kinds. And recall that the total cost of the home-cooked meal is actually being captured by the shelf price and thus paid for by the customer, which is unlike the fast food option, which has a lot of externalities, the downstream costs and health consequences associated with the production and consumption. So corporations like McDonald's are leaving many of these costs to the taxpayer. Healthcare systems and Our ecosystem to absorb but anyway back to the objective budget side of things good food is not necessarily that expensive it costs what it should cost I think five pounds for a meal is quite reasonable and I'm very happy to pay that now if you are happy to pay extra for pre-prepared meals that's fine but please don't moan about how quote-unquote expensive or extortionate it is to buy quality Whole Foods it's simply not true Our priorities, more than our budgets, tend to dictate our perceptions around the true cost value and what is a fair price for food. So I think all told, coming to the end of this one here today, quality food is actually much cheaper than highly processed cheap food. (laughs) And if you're savvy with your food sourcing and willing to cook at home, you can keep your food budget within reason If you're not a good cook right now, then that's okay. Make some time to upskill your cooking and food preparation. This will give you a lot more options in life. And it also gives you complete oversight over what ingredients go into your meals. Even fancy restaurants are putting cheap, rancid seed oils into your food. Just something to note. So anyway, quality food costs less in many, many ways. Especially if we consider the long-term Im- implications. Nature will be less burdened by our waste products and ignorance, healthcare systems will be less burdened with another patient, and families will be less burdened with the psychological trauma of losing loved ones to preventable diseases. What is the cost of that, I ask? So these are some of the hidden costs that do not factor into most shelf prices of cheaply available food. Now you know. So I hope you got some value out of that. My name is Ben. You've been listening to the Eat Ancestral podcast. And we have been talking about the true cost of our food choices. Until next time, take care.